Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion. It's a podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. And this is the 500th episode. Made it. Made Five it. 500. And now it's time to announce our retirement. We are done. Going done. out on top, everybody. Yep. You know who didn't make it to 500 episodes? Everybody else. That's right. John Calvin. <laughs> Well, I think what's his uh, White Horse Inn? Yeah, well, first of all, they just throw up their radio shows that they've been doing for decades. So that doesn't count. Oh, that doesn't count? No, you can just, no Joe Rogan, he started a podcast and he's got like, you know, 1,600 almost episodes. Gotcha. Okay. We have 500, though. We're at, we're at a third yeah. of Rogan. We're a third as popular. Uh, mm, no, mm, no. Less of that. No. <laughs> we, didn't, uh, we're not, we didn't get a $100 million deal. <laughs> nope. Spotify nope. for nope. our nope. podcast. Nope. What, would a, what would a third of $100 million be? Be 33.3 million? <laughs> sure. Is that yes. A, yes. Am I roughly right? You're roughly right. Roughly right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did the math. No, no, no. I mean, you're pretty right. Yeah, it's pretty But good. it's just, yeah, 33.3333333. Yeah, okay. I don't know. About that. I don't, you know. <laughs> as close as I can get. No, no, I know. Yeah. I was just saying off the cuff. Yeah. That was really good. Okay, I'm glad you're. I'm glad. I'm glad you approve. I, I do approve. Now listen, I, be, I'm listening because this is. Are you listening? I'm listening. It's the 500th episode. I know. We got to do something big. Fine. Let's okay. do it. Let's give away some books. All Our right. People like books. Yes. Yeah. They like to read. Yep. Yeah. It's not like that uh, soteriology 101 crowd. They ain't reading anything. Stop. What? Stop. No. Stop. Is that not? Stop. Okay, I'm joking. I know you guys like to read, you know. So anyway. Chick tracks So So, I'm thinking we're going to look at, uh, so a couple books off the top of my head. Yep. Um, I think it's really important. I think one of the things we've we've really valued Mm -hmm. as uh, a podcast has been uh, you know, right thinking and right hearts, right? Like yep. your your theology has to be right, but then also your affection yes. must be correct, right? That's right. And so to help with that kind of doctrinal, mm. theological, uh, we're going to be giving away Driscoll's book on doctrine. <laughs> You're such and a so- dork. <laughs> You're such a dummy. <laughs> we're not, no. For, uh, as we look at affection, mm, uh, I okay. believe uh, Joel Olstein talks about your best life now. Okay. And so we're not giving away these heart, books. No, uh, Everybody's unsubscribing right now. <laughs> It's got 10 uns- unsubs. <laughs> All right. Here's what we're going to give away. All right. Let's do it. Crossway. We're partnering with Crossway and Banner of Truth. Mm. Qu- we're going to give one winner. One winner gets all this. Okay. They're going to wait. They're going to get all the Crossway stuff and the banner. They get it all. They get all of that. It's a big giveaway. Wait, we're not doing two people. One nope. for the Crossway, one for the banner. One person gets it all. All right. Mm-hmm. The one ring to rule them all. All right. So from Crossway, I'll let you share the banner of truth. Okay, go ahead. You do we are golden, yeah. uh, All right. First of all, we're going to give away the ESV preaching Bible that uh, that Crossway has put out. Now, I've got it. It's beautiful. Oh, it's, really? How is it? It's right here. It's oh, really that's, nice. that's. Oh. Now, what's different about this huh. is that. Can I see it? Because I don't have one. Yeah. Well, they didn't give you one. They gave yeah, me I one. know. So, so I really. Hey, thanks, Crossway. Thanks, thanks, Tony. Yeah, thanks, Tony, for not thinking of me. Okay, so here's the thing. Uh, no, you know what? I need to text him. It's beautifully bound. It's it's goatskin leather. But what, the reason this is a good preaching Bible is because it's verse by verse, yeah, which I, helps I like that in preaching. For reading, you don't want verse by verse, like where it's no. each verse is Can I borrow separately. this tomorrow? Yeah. It's a big... No, you don't want to write in it. So I don't care. So uh, we're giving away that verse by verse edition. We're also going to give away... It smells amazing. The Crossway Shorts Classic... Uh, 
one of one of Crossway's short classics uh, from Jonathan Edwards. And we're going to be giving away John Piper's new book. It's a huge book and it's called Providence. It actually looks very good, very thorough. But Jimmy, we're also giving away with Banner of Truth, a box set. Yeah, we're going to be giving away the Puritan classic box set from Banner of Truth. So they're going to be taking, they take those, uh, well, obviously the classics, right? Puritan from that paperbacks. Set, Puritan paperbacks. And these are going to be cloth bound. Mm. Oh, they look good. Yeah, they're nice. They look. Jimmy and I are going to actually buy them because they're because we yeah, love those Puritan paperbacks. Yeah, and, I'm, uh, I'm going to be grabbing those. Mm. I, I don't expect them to give me that. I do yeah. expect that Crossway would have gave me a, this Bible. You can have it. No, no, no. I'm not going to do that. Wait, you're going to go ask Tony for another one? No, just I give you my hand-me-downs. That's how it works. Like I gave you the sermon information <laughs> for Sunday. I'll give you this Your hand-me-downs? Yeah. Uh, it, it so yeah. Does look really now listen, nice. if you guys want to join this, if you want to enter for a chance to win this, it's real simple. You got to follow the rules, okay? Yep. You what, have, what are the rules? What are the here, rules? Here's the rules. You have to quote Jimmy or myself. You have to quote Jimmy or me from this episode. <laughs> Any quote you want. Any quote you want. Right, you, can, you can quote this. Bada boom. It can be that. I don't care. That, that'd be fine. Yeah. You got to quote us from the pod, this episode, and you have to put it on social media with the hashtag Doc and Devo. That's D O C A N D D E V O, and link back to this episode. Mm. All right. So do that. You'll get entered in. We will choose a winner on February 1, which is Monday. That's right. We'll announce it mm -hmm. on Monday. So this will go all the way through Sunday. We'll pick a winner on Sunday. Yeah. Evening, and then we'll uh, we'll announce on Monday. Hmm. Joey is my favorite angry dwarf. Oh, really? I just want to throw that out there. I just want to throw that out there. You can put that out there too. Yeah, I just want to throw that That's out there. That's fine. Just, you you know. So, uh, Jimmy, uh, are we gonna are we gonna try to settle the issue now? I feel like we should settle the issue now. Uh, is the issue who's gonna get quoted more? No. Okay. Because that's you. No, no. The issue. I I honestly the don't issue, know what you the issue were is. all but hurt. I don't know what oh issue we're talking about. So here's what happened. You guys tell me if I'm wrong or if Jimmy's wrong. Because I, I don't know what to think anymore. Wait, are you going to be talking so about- So Jimmy, Jimmy will send me All right, you know what? Fine. Let's talk about okay, this. Okay, fine. We're talking so Jim, about this. Jimmy, Jimmy will send this. me a, a link, a meme, or a text. And Steve does the same thing, right? They'll, uh -huh. they'll send me a yeah. link to a funny meme yeah. or a cool, a yep. cool social media post. Yep. And then when I see it, of course, I've already seen it. Yeah. Right? So what I say is- the rest of us have J-O-Bs, but continue. Yeah. So- um, so when, when I see it, I go, oh yeah, that was good. So I'll respond with, yeah, I saw that earlier. That's awesome. That's how I respond. Mm -hmm. I saw, saw that earlier. That's all right. Saw that on Joe Rogan. That was awesome. Mm -hmm. And then Jimmy gets all butthurt about it. Like, oh, okay. no, well, sorry for wasting your yeah, time. Sorry for wasting it. Listen, You're not wasting my it's time. But it's not necessary. It's not necessary to tell for us. For your fragile emotions. No, it's not necessary to tell me I already saw that. Yeah. It's not like. So you would rather Just, me pretend. I would rather be like, ha ha, funny. Yeah. That's it. So, so, so if I'm wrong. Now listen, now listen, yeah. if it was something like I sent you an article, like I, I sent you an article, hey, we should talk about this mm -hmm. or we should do that. Then be like, yeah, you know, I saw that. Let's consider it. That's good. But when I'm trying to send you something that's joyful and comical. So if you send me an article, if you send me an article and you say, hey man, this is a really good article. I hope you like it. And I go, yeah, man, that is really good. I read that earlier. That's wrong. No, I said that's right. So why is that any different than, hey, here's a funny meme. And I go, yeah, that is funny. I saw that earlier. Why is that different? It's different because I know the way you're saying it. You, see, the that's way you're, you project no, it. I'm not saying no, it that you way. you are saying it. Garen, I no, promise. You're, I'm the way it. you're saying it nope. is 
too late. No. You're like that episode that I can't remember the people's names. Maybe it might be Butters. I don't know. From South Park where they're talking. The whole episode is about like Simpsons did it. Simpsons did it. It's like there's nothing original, nothing new. You are the king of projection. No. You are the king of projection. You always project. You always project. I am not saying it that way. I am. I'm I'm just telling you. Oh, I did see. I saw that too. That's great. No, I'm you're the king of propelling me out of your life. That's the that's the, you're, you're just, the king of that. I think you're I think you're a little fragile. So okay, let, we'll let the audience decide. Is, audience can decide. Is, all I'm saying is, let me give a little bit of joy to you. Okay, I, that's all I'm saying. But you did. You, I'm not taking. You gave me joy. I was like, oh yeah. Well, first of all, it, you didn't surprise me. I already saw it. So you want me to lie to you and tell you like, oh hey, thank you for surprising me. It doesn't work that. No, way. no one said to, for you to pretend and say oh surprise. Oh, just not be honest. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. So it, well, it's it, unnecessary. Well, it, it's well, unnecessary. Just, for you, just, it's unnecessary for you to say, "Hey, saw that already." But I don't just say that. I go, "That's awesome." Yeah, I saw that earlier. It's all together. How often? And you know, you could say it's projecting. I, you know what? I'm almost going to call Steve McCoy and talk about the most oh, annoying. He's even more sensitive than you are. Talk about the most annoying aspect of you when it comes to sharing memes. You know what? He ain't gonna pick up. Hold on. Hold on. He ain't gonna pick hold up. Hold on. You don't even have it hooked up. It's not going to work. Oh, I can't do it. I, I turned the Bluetooth mm-hmm. off earlier. All right. So we'll uh. let the audience decide. You you decide for, and I I will follow suit. If the audience says on social media, Joe, you're wrong. You you never you, are you wrong. should. Let's just share. Okay, this. stop. Let's just let, share let, you this. don't know anything. You, you you can't even do a sermon without me. So listen, bro. Uh, <laughs> so let we'll let the audience say. If the audience tells me. If the most of the audience, just just fifty one percent says, "Hey, Joe, you're, you're wrong." So hold on, fifty one percent of the responses. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, no not fifty one percent of the audience. No, because not everyone's oh. going to engage in this. Yeah, because I, I know what you're going to so do. You're protecting again. No, I'm not no. looking for a loophole. <laughs> you're That's not find, a contract. You're that I'm gonna, trying to get gonna, to take advantage of you. You're going to find a loophole. All right, I'm not going to find a loophole. I will. I will. I will obey. I will, I will obey. All right. So Jimmy. <sighs> I think obviously no. one of your idols is it. Um, I, yeah. feeling like valued by other people. Okay, that's an idol. And, uh, you're yeah. telling me people just don't appreciate feeling valued. No, so everyone, everybody like there's a difference between appreciation. Be, well, everyone that wants to and be appreciated, finding your identity and how there's people. There's no identity in that. Not, it's because I won't give it to you. That's why you don't have an identity. <laughs> All right, we're gonna talk about idolatry. And we're going to talk about how to keep ourselves from idols okay. uh, based out of First John. Mm. And uh, we thought we would jump in and just define what an idol is, right? Because yeah. a lot of Christians talk about idolatry and avoiding idols and idols of the heart, idols of the um, you know, Tim Keller is probably the, he's probably written the most on idolatry in a contemporary sense. Like he's just really, a mm-hmm. lot of people have learned a lot from what he has written. So before we actually define it, let's just, say this, that the, even just the concept of an idol assumes the reality of a true God, mm. because an idol is the worship of anything other than the true God. Okay. An idol is a false God, and it it takes different shapes in different times yeah. and cultures. Well, yeah, I mean, you see just, you know, reading through the Old Testament, like an idol was typically something, uh, maybe an image that's carved out of stone, yeah. metal, wood. Golden calf. Golden calf. There's a good one. That 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 is a good one. Psalm 135, 15, 18. The idols of the nations are silver and gold, the work of human hands. They have mouths, but do not speak. They have eyes, but do not see. They have ears, but do not hear. Nor is there any breath in their mouths. Those who make them become like them. Mm. So do all who trust in them. I love how it's it's a devastating critique of the idols mm-hmm. 
but then it condemns the individuals oh, that put their faith in that idol. Such a good passage. And that's why, so like you said, like that's the, the carved out of, you know, silver, gold and all mm -hmm, that. Mm -hmm. That's why the second commandment, which I'm sure you all know, <laughs> because there's only 10 commandments and you should know them. And the second one is just number two. So you probably know it. Uh, that's why the second commandment takes the particular <laughs> shape that it does in Exodus 20. Verses four through six, you shall not make for yourself a carved image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. Now, it's not just an, a, a prohibition from carving any image because that's obviously okay. Mm. It is you shall not bow down to them, these things that you have carved, or serve them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me but showing steadfast love to thousands of those who love me and keep my commandments. I, I, I always find that interesting though, uh, right there, that uh, verse five at the end there. Uh, so when one bows down and serves this idol, it's a hate for God. Yeah. Right. Uh, and we don't think of it in that way. We just think of it as, oh, I may, maybe made a mistake or I need a realignment. My heart is divided. My heart's you know, divided. I love Jesus, but I also but love this. No, it, it's a hate for God and who he is yeah. and what he's done. Yeah. Yeah. So if we're going to say it really simply, idols are false gods. They are a created or imagined thing that we treat as God when it is no God at all. Now, you know, people quote John Calvin on this all the time, right? Uh, what well, the hearts, a, uh, I've seen it on, on shirts. Mission uh, aware. Mission aware. Hearts are an idol factory. Right. Yeah. And they'll, they'll take like Perpetual a. Perpetual idol factory. Yeah. They'll take like a, a they'll draw a heart and yeah. then they'll put like, uh, like, like, like pipes, sm like smoke, smoke stacks. stacks out yeah. Of it. yeah. 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 It's good. It's cool. And it's a great concept. Now, here's the thing. Uh, Calvin didn't actually specifically oh, say that. Yeah. Already saw it. Yeah. Wrong. <laughs> Misquote. See, here comes Joey. No, Joey's going to go ahead and tell I already I'm, saw it. I'm going to push back on the people that, because I've seen people like, Calvin didn't say that. That's not what Calvin said. It actually is what Calvin said. All right, here's the quote. It's not exactly what Calvin said, but it is what Calvin said, because Calvin said the human mind is, so to speak, a perpetual forge of idols. So it's mind, not heart. It is forge, not factory, but it is the same thing, mm -hmm. right? In fact, he goes on to say this. The human mind, stuffed as it is with presumptuous rashness, dares to imagine a God suited to its own capacity. And it labors under dullness, nay, is sunk in the grossest ignorance. It substitutes vanity and an empty phantom in the place of God. To these evils, another is added. The God whom man has thus conceived inwardly, he attempts to embody outwardly. The mind in this way conceives the idol and the hands give it birth. Mm. Calvin had some good stuff to say. He did. On idolatry. And because this is crucial. I, it's crucial. It's critical because priority. It, it's an ongoing problem for us. Which means we need to be ongoingly fighting idolatry in our lives. Right. Yeah. And so while we may be forgiven, we're reconciled to God. We still have to fight against idolatry in our own hearts and in our lives. I mean, first John 5, 21, little children, keep yourselves mm -hmm. from idols. You know what I like about that? What's that? He, he calls his readers little children. Yeah. Which I think in, indicates fatherly love for them and all yep. that. But it also kind of tells us like, we dumb kids. <laughs> like, you, you, listen, you're, you're like, you're, there's an immaturity. Yeah. And, and there, and there is a need for exhortation and protection and discipleship. And, and so we need to keep ourselves from this danger, like stranger danger. 
right? It's like, I remember, I remember, <laughs> I remember the seventies. Okay. Yes. Okay. And I remember as a six year old, yeah, 1870, no, I, I, as a six year old, I could walk from my house in West Chicago to Bowling Green. And that, oh, yeah. so Bowling Green is a bowling alley yep. with a bar and a club. Yeah. And yeah. so I could walk like five blocks from my house to the train tracks, follow the train tracks down to Route 38, walk down the slope of the train tracks um, on 38 and walk to the um, Bowling Green because they had an arcade there as well. Yeah. It's like, like five games. So um, I would walk all that way with a dollar in my hand for my mom and my dad by myself. And I would go to a bowling alley with a bar and a club and uh, I would be by myself. Bowling Green was amazing. Oh, man. It was great when I was a kid. And uh, yeah, there was no problem. Like I, they would let me do that. Yeah. No, we used to ride from my house in St. Charles to Bowling Green on our bikes. Really? Yeah. And then my dad would get really mad. Yeah, because that's a that is a really because I rode my bike once from Geneva, same distance, to West Chicago, and uh, yeah, I got in big trouble because I had to call my sister to come pick me up. I didn't want to ride all the way back because that's <laughs> like uh, five miles. I was like, yeah, I don't want to do this. So no, man, we loved it. And then oh, never mind. But like, nobody lets their kids do that. Like that's not that, anymore. It, once Adam Walsh was disappeared by mm. a crazy person, uh, everybody kind of woke up to that. So, um, stranger danger, like we taught our kids, like, listen, you need to protect yourselves from strangers because they will take advantage of you. In a similar way as the young children in the faith, right? We need to keep ourselves from idols because they are dangerous. And yeah. it's not just that we will misuse them, they will take over our lives. So, so we've got a couple of things here, right? Yeah, so as we're talking about how do we do this then, I think first, we, I mean, it seems pretty obvious, you need to ID your idols, right? And I mean, it sounds- Make sure they're old enough, what do you mean ID? Make sure that they're of age. Yeah, that's right. You oh, want to okay. identify them ah. uh, and, and point them out in your life to see, mm. okay, what is it that you are uh, kind of putting your hope, trust, yeah, right. affection in? Mm -hmm. uh, and I know this sounds easier, but like it sounds easier than it actually is. Yeah. Right. Um, and so first. Because you can't just like, you're not just going to look at life and go, oh, obviously. Obviously. My idol because, is. Because for the, most, for the most part, you're not going to recognize it. You're yeah. not going to see it in your own life because uh, if you recognized it and you're continuing to do it that's a whole separate issue right and a lot of our idols are actually good things they're mm. not even like like your idol can be like pornography or and you know these things are, are or wrong. but oftentimes it's like oh my it's my family yeah or but, it's my career yeah or my cigar yeah exactly but cigar don't get too close to home <laughs> <laughs> don't point out yours so what, what 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 can we do to begin to press into this issue to, to uncover them well i think looking at your common sins, right? So like looking at your own life, your struggles, your temptations, hypersensitivity and, and your failures. Uh, and I think looking at your common sins is, is a pretty good way uh, to begin to uncover what idols you may be serving. Cause yeah, there's going to be, you're going to start to see uh, what's the word, like a pattern. You're yeah, going to start to see this unhealthy pattern of behavior mm -hmm. in your own life. And you're going to, as you think about it, and as you, as you pray about it, you're going to start to delve deep and see that connection there. And the connection is important because your sins are not going to remove God's love for you. Yeah. You, you, hopefully you know that. But your sins can undermine your confidence in God's love. Um, and oftentimes we will seek to put our confidence in something else, which becomes the idol. So your sins have, sometimes they're directly connected to idolatry. Sometimes they're, they're not immediately connected. You got to sort of trace it out. Yeah. But one of the ways I think we can, you know, so I think, I think you're right. 
confess our common sins, pay attention to that. Mm -hmm. And then um, you can look for idols in your life in the areas of like passion, sacrifice, and happiness. Yeah, when you say passions, what do you mean by that? I mean, what motivates you? What gets you out of yeah. bed in the morning? Yep. What are you most pumped about? That does not mean that that is an idol, but that's oftentimes associated with idolatry. So mm. you just wanna pay attention. Like, where, like what, what are you most enthusiastically energized by? Hmm. Uh, that pay attention to those things and i say sacrifices and i think i don't know who was the maybe it was keller somebody was the first one to point this out to Most me it had to be keller but like an idol is a false god to which you make sacrifices right and so oftentimes you know if you start to pay attention what am i sacrificing in my life for these things that i'm passionate about we will sacrifice our family hmm. we will sacrifice our integrity uh we will sacrifice money we will sacrifice a lot of things in order to serve this false god, this idol. And of course there's happiness, right? What makes you happy? Mm. Where do you derive your greatest sense of joy? These things by themselves may not be uh, uh, idols, yeah. but it's a place to begin to, to look. And so like when we're looking at these things, what are some of those common idols that we see? Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, what are, what are some? I would say but a, co a couple of big ones, uh, yeah. money okay. and, and career. Yeah. Like those are those are those are common idols, especially around here where we live. Yeah, um, I think for for some people it, it is relationships. Yep. Right. Uh, not you know they don't want to be alone, and 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 I'm including like friendships in that. Mm -hmm. So not just a significant other, but uh, but their friendships, and and for some people you're you're alluding to earlier, uh, sex. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, and we're not just talking about sex addiction. Um, it, we're, we're talking about elevating something that is good in the context mm -hmm. of marriage yep. to a place it doesn't belong. And, uh, and I, when I think, you know, you said relationships, I think like oftentimes um, like family, mm. right? So like family can become that idol or your spouse yeah. or your children. Yep. Yep. Like I know, uh, you know a lot of families, the whole home revolves around a kid or the kids and it's and like their schedule, their schedule, their desires there. And it's, um, there's not a lot of healthy structure in those families to protect the family or even to properly protect and raise the kid. I mean, one of the ones I've, I've had to look at in my own life is, uh, recreation. Mm. Right. And yeah, sometimes like recreation, like I, I want to just relax or I want to, uh, be pampered or like, I feel like I'm owed or something like to, to go away. Uh, to somewhere Vegas, to Vegas for a week with your best friend. Mm, yes, yes. That wasn't idolatry. That wasn't idolatry. That no, was necessary. That was necessary. <laughs> it, you know what? At that point, it really it, it was. was. I know. It it really, when really your boss was. tells you go away for a week. No, that was my wife. I thought it was your boss. Uh, no, Michelle was. He he definitely played a part. Okay, but Michelle, at Michelle first was, was like, the one. Right. Michelle was like, you got to go, <laughs> get out. No, she's like, I can see it. But and then he began like she told me. Well, okay, yeah. She told me like three, four months ahead of time, like something's not right. I'm like, no, 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 no. Work. I just need to focus on this to get to where we need to be. Right. And right. As long as I get through this, yeah. I'll be fine. And then, uh, 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 yeah. Then my dad stepped in and was like, "You need to. You're cracking. Time to go. Uh, you need to go. Just go. Just go sit in the sun with a mask on." Yeah. There's another idolatry: anti-mask and mask, both of which could be idolatry. Totally. So for some people, it's power and status. Yep. Right. They 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 live for that. They they long for that. Uh, pleasure. We're talking. You know, pleasure. I think is the same with recreation. Maybe one status. Right? Yep. Their, yeah. Totally. Their position and, and their mm -hmm. power. Yep. Uh, their authority over others. Um, 
a ministry. Oh, ministry is a big one. Yep. Because that, yep. it's such a good thing and we value it. And a lot of people have, have so exalted their ministry or the ministry that they mm -hmm. wind up uh, neglecting their other callings and, mm -hmm. and hurting people. Uh, now, here's one that, you know, maybe it's offensive because I don't have one, but whatever. Uh, people's pets. You know, they they idolize their pets, their their dogs, their cats, and um, and yeah, that's good. You want to take care of them, which is great. But you know what I mean? There, there's a, there's yeah. a, there's a bit of a boundary there. Yeah, there's always uh, you want to you want to really uh, tweak somebody. Um, you want to trigger them. Wait for somebody to tell you that. Uh, wait for somebody to start talking about their their dogs as their children. Yeah, and then tell them that's those aren't children, <laughs> and it's not the same thing. So stop. Uh, those, those people will get mad at you. I'm not saying that they're uh, idolatrous mm. if they mm. use that language, mm. but uh, boy, I've seen some people come mm. unglued. Have you now? Mm -hmm. So you, what, you only have one kid. I have two dogs. Yeah, you I'm don't saying. even know what it's like. Wait till you have two kids yeah. and you'll experience what I'm experiencing with mm, my two dogs. Must be hard. <laughs> yeah. Can I lock my kids in a cage when I go out for the day? Does that work? Uh, so what if, what if you're not sure? Like yeah. you begin to press into this, you're identifying your idols. What if, because some people just don't know. I had a guy ask me, how do I know if my my music, this was a musician, mm -hmm. how do I know if my music is an idol? What, what how do we begin? Yeah, to I mean, I think the easiest way to find out is when it's taken away. Mm -hmm. Like, like if you lose something, does it all automatically feel like your life is empty? Yeah. Has, has your life lost meaning without it? That's good because, you know, you, you know, ultimately dealing with the idols, we're going to, we're going to get to that in a little bit, uh, is going to look different in different people's lives. And so I mm -hmm. think that's a, I think that's a good, a good way to do it. All right. So number one, identify your idols. Mm -hmm. Number two, I think one thing that you can do is you can just begin to compare the idol that you are identifying to Jesus mm. because comparing and contrasting is a good way to help you see the vanity yeah. of your idolatry and the weakness and impotency of the idol and the worthiness of Jesus. So just begin to compare and, and note, actually note, write it down even. Okay. How is this idol taking the place of Jesus in your life? Mm. Um, how is it robbing Jesus of your affection, your adoration, your devotion, your obedience? Because an idol will do that. They, an idol is as a demanding thing. Yeah, It will demand much of you. Uh, how has this idol uh, claimed a place in your life that should really only belong to Jesus? Yeah. Are you finding your self-worth, your identity, yep. your your uh, hope, your mm. uh, protection? What is it that you're, uh, in what ways is it claiming something that only belongs to Christ? Yeah, totally. And you can even see as you're comparing how an idol can interfere with your communion with Jesus, right? Because like you said, Jimmy, if you're finding your identity and your joy and all of these mm -hmm. things in the idol, then your communion with Jesus is, is it's at the very least it's waning uh, and it's probably waning quickly because you're not going to him for those things. Yeah. You're not depending on him, drawing near to him for comfort, for strength, because you're deriving them from something else. Hmm. Uh, then what about like seeing how it's leading to those sins that you identified earlier? Yeah, because Jesus doesn't lead you to those things. No, no. Jesus leads you to righteousness and yep. peace and joy, the fruit of the Spirit. And if you can see, I think that's good. If you can see how your idol is leading to these sins, it should begin to put a bad taste in your mouth, which really does prepare you for our third uh, way of, of keeping ourselves from idols, which is repentance. You got to repent of your idolatry. 
we kind of treat this problem of idolatry like it's vague. Mm. It's like it's kind of a thing. You know, well, yeah, like I said, like it's just oh, I, 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 uh, I just need a realignment. Yeah, like we don't see it as hatred for God. We don't right. see it as a a distancing from God. We mm-hmm. see it as like, oh, here's just this little like speed bump. Yeah, I just or, need to. I just took a little wrong turn, mm-hmm. and maybe if I get my GPS out, I can come back on. Right. You know, my, I got to go into the shop, get my tires aligned, get my wheels aligned, and then uh, I'll be back on the straight and narrow. When in reality, what's required is repentance. Right. You have to recognize your temptations and your weaknesses as they're connected to this idol. And repentance, and we, one of our favorite passages out of the 1689 on repentance is chapter 15, verse 4. Repentance calls us to repent daily and specifically. It says, as repentance is to be continued through the whole course of our lives upon the account of the body of death and the motions thereof, so it is every man's duty to repent of his particular known sins particularly. Mm, I love that. So particular sin so specific yep. sins mm-hmm. not just the general yep i i did not focus on you today yeah i have an idol some whatever it is i know there's idolatry here mm-hmm. and where my heart has wandered lord i apologize yeah if i have if i have offended you in any way lord yeah yeah <laughs> it's like it's like no 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 particular mm-hmm. it's it, it's the same thing like when you're dealing uh, well at least for me uh from between michelle and i it's like when i have sinned against her it's not it's not hey i'm sorry you felt that way yeah or i'm sorry for like having you feel a certain way it's like no no no. i'm sorry for this specific statement or task right that has wronged you yeah i need to call that out and you need to uh when we're talking about looking at these and taking stock we need to repent of this particular known sins so think it through identify them Mm -hmm. and do it particularly each one by one right because you can't just identify your particular sin and then repent generically Mm-hmm. A particular sin requires specific repentance. And so you have to determine what the Bible is calling you to do in your life as it relates to that sin. So maybe, maybe you need to quit your job if your job Ooh. is an idol. Yeah. Or maybe you need to completely break off that relationship that is an idol. Yeah. Now, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Maybe it's just a need to change up some of the habits, right? Mm-hmm. And and for some of us, it's establishing correct boundaries yeah. uh, in how we interact with others or, yeah. or, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of, I'm trying to think of particular sins to kind of, well, that's the problem is that once you, because a particular sin has a particular boundary mark. And so that's yeah, why I'm like, it's all different. It doesn't matter what I, if I, I'm also being very careful with what I say is probably more of a reflection of the idols I need to stay away from. So I don't want to call myself out on the air. I just try to keep everybody else away from my idols. So I feel like I'm serving them <laughs> while indulging myself. That's really what I want to do. I want to keep my idols for myself, but keep everybody else away from them. So safety for thee, but not for me. That's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to I do. I hate you. That is mm. definitely getting some play. So um, now, of course, real repentance is not just doing the right thing. Mm. It's not just changing up your habits. It is always a heart issue. It's always a, a, a realignment, like we were kind of making light of. It's always a realignment of your love, mm. right? Like who, I mean, this is what your whole sermon is on uh, tomorrow, right? Yeah, yeah. In, in, in principle, uh, how the church at Ephesus had lost their first love. Lost their first love and uh, they're doing a lot of good things, yeah. but they're missing the mm. greater thing, yeah. right? So a big help for getting to like the heart, our heart, for the Lord is to number four, dwell on the gospel. 
Mm. And I think that's really important because idolatry develops when our gratitude for God's grace and mm. what he has done in our lives, the salvation that we have and found only in him decreases. How does so, that even happen, though? How? Why? Because it does happen. It happens to me. It happens to you. How does our gratitude for God's grace decrease? Why does that happen? Well, I think because uh, you then begin to, I think, rely on yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when, when, when our gratitude for him. So then we begin to think, well, then I can do these things on my own. Mm. And I think part of it is because idolatry grows because we stop marveling at God's love for us. Yeah. And so then we don't think he's, I mean, it's almost like when you go back uh, to the garden, right? Yeah. Has he really said this? Mm -hmm. Right. It's almost the sense of like, he is withholding something from you because he knows you will be God yourself. So right. why trust and put your hope completely in him mm -hmm. when you could find it in something else? Yeah, I think that's good because, you know, there are different ways in which we might wane in our thankfulness. And, yeah. and um, you know, you said we stop marveling at God's love for us. I think, you know, it's almost like you get a sense of, of peace and rest in God and in his grace, um, which we can sometimes turn into a form of, of laziness or apathy. Uh, maybe we just stop looking at the gospel. We mm. stop, you know, uh, meditating on these truths. So like the forgiveness of sins or eternal life, yep. or the kingdom of God, yep. the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Yep. Those things just stop looking beautiful. And it's not that they're less beautiful. It's that maybe we are too superficially familiar with them. Or yeah, maybe like we're just that. not, maybe we're not actually taking the time to pray about them, to talk about them. Mm. And when that happens, well, then the idols begin to look good and shiny because God's all the graces of salvation, they're, they're, they're not popping for us because of our own. We think that's funny. Jimmy's laughing. I'm laughing. Popping. Pop pop why, why do you feel like? Because that's just, that's how it's like. All right, yes, I did you learn that on TikTok? No. Okay. TikTok learned it from me. <laughs> So you can be like a, and this, the problem is, is you can be a Bible man or a yeah. theology woman. You can have like a lot of knowledge and all that and still be disconnected from the gospel. It's not, it's not just about having facts. It's about dwelling, hmm. meditating on these gospel truths and applying it to your life. And I mean, I think really the question we have to be asking ourselves is, is the good news still good news to me? Yeah, that's good because oftentimes we start to think about it as good news for others. Yeah. Even we're doing like the evangelistic we, yeah, we, we need work. to go give it to them. They need this good news. Right. And we, we become complacent yeah. with how the good news is still great news yeah. for you and I. Yeah. I like that. And then number five, uh, one of Jimmy's favorite things. Yeah. Stay in Christian community. Mm -hmm. Really important. Because, I mean, I find <laughs> my idols are, are typically a private sin. Yeah. And sometimes they're secretive. Keep it on the low, low. Yeah. Why? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. You, yeah, sometimes it's a it's a secret sin. It's it's invisible. I, I it's hidden, uh, and that's why I think I, I find I shouldn't say I think I know because I have found that fellowship with the saints is really crucial yeah. uh, to my walk with God. And if you're not, doing it right, if you're doing it right, because it's not just about going to church. It's about right. being part of the fellowship. It's not just going to the 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 community group or the Bible study group or the discipleship group or the accountability group or whatever group you have going mm -hmm. on. There needs to be transparency and honesty yeah. and a willingness to hear from your other brothers and sisters in Christ. So it's not just about uh, uh, showing up and spectating, yep. but about actually coming in to participate. It, it's not going to happen if you don't show up, but it's not going to happen just because you show up, right? Yeah. You have to actually, and listen, this is a frustration point. You want to, you want to short circuit 
uh, the fellowship of the saints for everybody, then all you have to do is you just don't be honest. Yeah. Just don't be transparent with you, with yourself and struggles because when you're not, people are not going to feel like they can share. No, that's the biggest frustration. Like mm -hmm. I have found over the years, uh, years. And I mean, like not just since Redeemer, I'm talking about yeah. in, in, in ministry. Since I yeah, yeah. yeah. Church life. Church life. Uh, just individuals you could tell, like not being honest, not being transparent, not being forthcoming. And you're sitting there and it's like, you know, I know you're Sid. Like I, yeah. I, I know I, what you've done. And I, 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 why are you not confessing that here? Like and this he, is the place to confess it where it's going to be judgment free and that people are going to come alongside and love you and care for you. And then they get really frustrated when you point out their sins. Yeah. Oh, so you got to go look at mine. Yeah, it's like, yeah, mine's already out here. So you all know about me. Might as well. Let's let's talk about you, too. And even if you don't know them well enough, but they're never sharing. Well, then, you know that they're hiding it. It's you don't have to turn it into a, a grotesque. Look at all of my exactly. super bad yep. mistakes and yep. sins and great detail. Don't need any of that. But you do need to be honest. And there are different levels of transparency yes. that you have with different groups of people. Absolutely. Mixed yeah. audience. You're going to share same. a certain amount in a certain way. But with you know, same sex audience, smaller group, you're going to yeah. share more. And what I share with Joey is a lot different than what I share with others. Greg. Why are you doing that? Why and Andrew. So, I mean, why? it makes sense. You would be more transparent with me. Your BFF. Why with those you like, you know. Stop. Those other guys. Man, you know. relax. No, I'm trying to finish. If best friends finish their finishes each other's sandwiches. sentences. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All so, right. Relationships, honesties, yeah. accountability. That's really, really important. You got to keep yourselves from idols. If you don't they will come for you. It's, yeah. you, you. You don't you don't have to seek them out. They will they will they will come for you. They will arise in your own hearts. But here's the thing. Hmm. You got to remember to enter the 500 episodes giveaway. Oh, giving away all them books yes. to enter. You have to quote Jimmy or myself on, from this episode on social media and then link to the episode with the hashtag Doc and Devo. We will pick a winner on the last day, a Sunday mm. of this month, mm. January, we will announce the winner on February 1. That's going to be awesome. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You could follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DoctrineVotion.com. They can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast or hit up the store, JoeFoStore.com and grab some gear. We got Fresh Pot every Monday and Thursday. There's blog posts and video content over at the website. You can also hit up that all access because guess what, Joey? They get all access. And there's going to be another something special just for all access. Yeah, so that's just uh, for you guys. Stay up. tuned. Stay tuned for that. Well, Joey, congratulations. 500 episodes. I mean that. All it's right. been such a joy. For real. Our shake, little hands are too short to reach hand. across the desk. Shake, you won't even lean in. I'm leaning. No, you're not. I'm, I'm leaning. leaning. My pecs are too big. I can't press oh, it against okay. the air. Air high five. Air five. I love you. Later. <laughs> <laughs>